Okay, we have uh, Chazzy. I've got to make sure I get that name right. Chazzy, yeah. one half of the side Chazzy. projects, but kind of the permanent. Yeah. Pretty much. Edition. My other, my other, my co-host, uh, Juice Box. Shout out to him. We're still good friends and everything. But uh, we started it together about two years ago, the Side Project Podcast, and uh, he was on uh, every episode, besides a few when he couldn't make it. And I did some solo episodes, but um, he, uh, he, he definitely was the other half of it. But now he's on kind of a, uh, a hiatus and just kind of comes in. Uh, he can due to, to to personal circumstances so it's basically just just me these days a lot right. of rotating guests well you've got it there on your hoodie side project side project project with a k with a k i know i, I know that because type in your email it wouldn't save it's pain in the ass <laughs> yeah. yeah i know the auto <laughs> auto correct right <laughs> just uh but so we will talk about my introduction to halloween 1978 and it all because yeah. of a tv show on uh, netflix called movies that made us Season oh yeah yeah yeah, I watched that one. Season three, we talk about Halloween and they'll talk about that four minute intro. And they said mm-hmm. they were using the state of the art at that time, state of the art uh, panorama sort of handheld cameras. And yeah. it could only hold yeah. about four minutes of film. So they had to get that shot right. Yes. The one where he's a kid. And yes. Yeah, the bright beginning. Yeah. And the guy who plays, uh, what's the doctor's name? He's always he's in loads of them. Dr. Loomis. Oh, Loomis. Oh. The guy yes. who played Loomis. Donald was, Pleasant. Yeah, so he was uh, the baddie in inspector of the 007 yeah. movies and yeah, yeah. uh so they were saying behind the scenes that he was like drunk on two bottles of red wine during that scene when they talk about pure evil he's in the car <laughs> so me and my girlfriend who we both watched the movies that made us episode of halloween and then we then watched halloween because it was it was coming up to halloween and she just started burst out laughing she's like he looks fucking wrecked <laughs> and now now that now that you're aware of it you can you can pinpoint it you he's see just, it <laughs> Pure evil. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but it was a great film. Yeah, I, mean, I enjoyed it. Hall- yeah, Halloween movies are classic, man. I mean, as they as they go on, they they kind of get a little uh, out of place and a little cheesy. But but there's a few of them that are um that are top notch. I mean, Michael Myers as a whole, top notch um a villain. What do they call them? Are they called slashers? Right, slasher yeah. films. Yeah, top yeah. top in my in top three slasher villains next to freddy krueger and uh jason Voorhees. although i really like leatherface too but i'm a big horror buff too so i've cool. <laughs> i've done a uh, episodes on, on on my show where we've done um when juice juice was still there we've done uh like horror brackets would you put jason pinned- as a a, 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 a he, to me he's just like a raging meathead i know yeah, the story there, i get but- what you're saying yeah i kind i get what you're saying and it's like all these too they're they're technically well i mean not freddie but like michael and 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 jason in a sense they're just kind of like humans but they got all these like crazy abilities you know like like demonic super strength abilities it's 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 weird but but i don't know it's fun i i I love i'm a big horror buff so i love horror movies man yeah yeah you guys saw the the recent halloween no yeah no i I have i've only seen the first recent one only the first recent do you know what I find I have a lot of respect for with the filmmakers of that franchise is the fact that they had such a strong fan base that they were willing to retcon yeah. six movies. Yeah. And then do yeah. a reboot sequel. Yeah. Cause now it's only they, Halloween 1978, the other one that came out, and then Halloween Kills, and then Halloween Ends. So it's just a four-parter now. Because they removed all those other ones are they don't exist. But. And I think that was brave and it paid off well. It's like everybody who came in yeah. watching it accepted that. Yeah. Yeah, I it's a shame. I know John Carpenter like doesn't okay. like Halloween too, but that's a good film. Yeah, I think Hall- that's. I believe that's one of like people call that like a cult classic. I believe people really like uh, some of those in there. I think Halloween Two is one of them. 
Yeah, mm. two in the hospital, and three is the one without Michael, the masks. Um, yeah, yeah, that's, with, that's that a cult the one with the, the one without Michael, is that the one with the kids? Is it, is it kids? Yeah, it's like or a no? I think TV it something ad, else? but some crazy scientist. He's got like, when kids put on the mask and the song plays, they die. And Michael's nothing to do with the film. It's just part of the Michael. Yeah, it's like yeah. Halloween franchise. I think they were trying yeah, to go yeah. on a separate direction, but everyone was like, why the fuck is Michael not in this? <laughs> yeah, well, why? <laughs> yeah, exactly. They, they I never tried. saw that one in full. I, I only saw like parts it's of that really one. It's really good. It's really good. If this- you just look at it, it's not a Halloween film. It's really good. Mm-hmm. They, like, interesting. they tried it with Terminator. They tried retconning three of the films in between. Oh, that's right. But it didn't work. That's right, yeah. That's did right. they? Which ones yeah. did they do that with? So what happened was, so the chronology, because I'm really into Terminator, mm-hmm. they did the first and second film, and after that, James Cameron stopped uh, writing, directing them. Uh, I think he just, he sold yeah. it, didn't he? He sold the property. Yeah. Cannon went bankrupt or something like that. And so number three comes out, then there's Salvation, then there's Genesis, and then Terminator Dark Fate comes out. And they completely retcon the three films after James Cameron, and it reintroduced um, Linda Hamilton. Yeah, but oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, first yeah, five yeah. minutes—I've only ever seen the first five minutes of Dark Fate, and it completely shits all over the fans. John Connor gets killed instantly. I'm trying to remember which one is Dark Fate. I can't it's think the, of the one that came out most that, recently. So the opening scene was right? the right? one with the oh, I remember. Woman. I remember now. The, the one woman, from Game of Thrones. Ain't she supposed to be Sarah Connor? And no, 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 no. That's the TV spin-off. That's uh, Terminator Chronicles. Sarah Connor Con- Chronicles. That wasn't a bad show, to be honest. I had a good follow. No, Gen- no, 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 Genesis. There is, there is a movie. With it's not Genesis. There's, there's the one with the girl from uh, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. What's her name? He's, he's right. Lena Headey. Lena Headey. No. Um, Lena Headey. I, I, yeah, I know which um, one you're on about. That's Chronicles. The, oh, what's her name? She plays the dragon woman. Oh the yeah, name's... Emily Clark. That's the one, yeah. Amelia Clark. Amelia Clark. Amelia yeah. Clark. Amelia Clark. Fuck yeah, it yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. I don't know these names. It's like, it's all fog in my head. Like, yeah, yeah, what's, yeah. what's that just, one about? Does she right. play Sarah Connor? All right, so yeah, I watched Genesis like in the cinema. like a younger version. I watched Genesis in, in the in the cinema. I actually enjoyed it at the time. You know, it was just, you know, I just yeah, I think enjoyed it. Like three, I enjoyed Terminator yeah. 3 at the time. Yeah. When so, it first came out. Yeah. Genesis starts off with uh, the end of the war. And then there's this nanobot terminator and then john connor has to uh kyle reese has to go back but it completely retcons the first two films and shits all over it yeah oh wow. yeah 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 i remember that i i like genesis when it came out just like you said i enjoyed it for what it was when it came out the 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 two the two uh i guess you could call them reboots or whatever the one with amelia amelia clark and then the dark fate one you said but were those together were those in the same no no so um genesis was meant to be its own trilogy like a soft reboot, okay. Because they were doing and then the time the one travel with Amelia, Amelia Clark, and then Dark Fate. Were right. those two like so, one and two? So you get your first, you get your first Terminator also, films. You get the first two, and then number yeah. three comes out, and number three basically says Judgment Day was never stopped; it was just postponed. So that's okay. that one, and then it ends with the the only saving grace of Terminator Three is the anticlimactic ending with the nuclear bombs going off and John Connor right. and um what's the girl's name fucking i can't remember her name but the girlfriend i can't either they're they're in the they're in the 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 base where it's the bunker where it's safe and then terminate salvation with christian bale oh salvation is is during the war so everyone was excited because like oh we actually get to see a terminator film where it's actually the war itself but it was mostly shot in daytime and it was uh i don't know it was just action-packed but 
just didn't I really just have any substance. I, to- I think this whole time we've been talking about, it, I think I'm confusing salvation for Genesis and vice versa. So then Genesis comes along about six years later and it's all about a sort of soft reboot of the timeline. So and it, that we, way, is that the one with Amelia, Amelia Clark? Yeah. Oh, I had it. I'm, I'm mixing them up in my mind. Okay. Now, yeah. now I'm on point. Okay. Yeah. Now I, now I get it. Now I got the timeline. And then dark fate comes on and now the franchise is dead on its ass. And thank God, yeah. because going back to Terminator yeah. one and two, and especially number two, I'm like, this film is just something else. See, number one, yeah. it really seems like it was going for a horror feel. Yeah. With this cr- creepy stalker robot vibe, you know? Mm. And yeah, the second yeah. one comes along and does an Aliens. <laughs> but I like fucking... I think, I think... It's like Alien and Aliens, though, that it's like a perfect complement to each other, isn't it? First and second film. Yeah. Well, this is a perfect segue for what going into Spider-Man, right? So James Cameron was meant to be... Uh, producing a or directing a spider-man film the first live action spider-man movie and leonardo dicaprio was gonna be um, uh peter parker Peter parker and yeah, it was meant that. it was meant to have doc ock as the main antagonist <laughs> and the fight was yeah. going to take place on the world trade center but you know looking at oh, terminator 2 point. looking at terminator 2 and looking what he did with the t-1000 what do you think a mid-90s spider-man film with, with uh, james cameron at the helm what do you think that would have been like oh man I think it would have been good question. more like explosions and stuff. I, I, I'm, I don't want to say more like, uh, is it James Cameron or is it Steven Sp- who Who does a lot of Michael Bay in their movies? Michael Bay. That's okay. That's who I'm thinking of too. Not, not so much Michael, Michael Bay style, but I do feel like it would be more big budget. Like, yeah, he does up the ante, doesn't he? Yeah, I feel like it would be a little bit more like that. Not so much Michael Bay, a little, maybe a little bit more dumbed down on the explosions and everything like that. But I do feel like it would be like, like oh my god, and like amped up a lot I more. Think, I think and they not, got the timing correct. I if it would have been comic accurate. Yeah, I get you. I don't know if he would have stuck comic accurate. I wonder if he would have wanted a lot Spider-Man more. Is the first Man accurate with the web shooters coming out his wrists and shit? Is that accurate? No, I don't think it is. Technically not. <laughs> Uh, so <laughs> I've just remembered not, something. Uh, I can't say what it is, though. Yeah, don't tell me. <laughs> I, I know it's, it's about No Way Home, right? Is it? Don't worry about it, bro. About Spider Man One and how he shoots webs out his ass. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, right? Spider Man Two. That that opening to Spider Man Two when he's delivering pizzas. That's the fucking. That's great. I know it's. I know it's <laughs> I like know, real quickly. Yeah. I just have to add real quickly. Just a quick like. Uh, segue there's a uh, a film that's kind of like spider-man meets david cronenberg's the fly and it's got dan Aykroyd in it and it's called the human spider versus the rest of the world and it's a made for tv movie about a man oh, who uh, it's a it's a it's a what you call a biological horror body horror it's a body horror and oh. he a man tra- turns himself into us into a spider and he shoots webs out of his abdomen and oh, it's a, it's a wait, good film sounds familiar it's the, no, it's the, the human spider part sounds familiar. Yeah, I've the never human seen spider it, versus the rest of the world. It's basically Spider-Man meets the fly. It's it's worth oh, worth I'll watching. Have to look that up. I'll 2002, that I think. Up. Dan yeah. Aykroyd. Yeah. Anyway, you know, the Spider-Man. first the first Spider-Man definitely didn't it didn't come out of his skin. Spider-Man's always um he's always built his web shooters. That's another yeah. thing that's like uh I don't want to veer too far from the whole James Cameron thing, but that's the other thing where a lot of people had complaints with um this recent Tom Holland iteration in the MCU is. It's too, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's too, it's too based off of Iron Man. He's whereas nerfed, like, isn't he? Yeah. Whereas like in the comics, he's, he's a genius. Like he's, he builds all his stuff. He does everything himself. He's, he's a genius. He's really, really high intellect and he can do everything himself. Whereas in this iteration, uh, Iron Man kind of set everything up for him. Tony 
Marquis Stark setting up for him until homecoming. We kind of first start seeing him building his own suit, getting things ready. And I think that was their way of introducing, like he's going to start being more of his. Then again, I have not seen no way home yet <laughs> as of this recording. I'm seeing it tomorrow. So I don't know. You guys may know something that I don't know. Well, um, I'm not going to add anything to that. But um, if you, yeah, there is no. a trailer out there. <laughs> There's a teaser trailer for the original 2002 Spider-Man. And in that teaser trailer, it does show uh, Peter Parker with artificial web shooters. And it was oh, something, really? that, something that they scrapped later on. But yeah. And it had oh. the, the Matrix um, Club to Death, I think it was. It had Club to Death playing uh, in the back. You know that you know that music that's playing with Morpheus yeah, yeah, and Walking yeah. Neil? Yeah. It's yeah. got that song in the background and it's just showing you Peter Parker looking at his, with his web shooters. It's a very, it's like back in the day, teaser trailers were literally just, they just filmed something there and then, and then yeah. used that as a trailer. Whereas now they yeah. seem to really be leaving it as late as possible now. Right. Yeah. I think, I think what they did with having the, the, the web come out of his actual skin and everything. I mean, it's not technically comic accurate. But I mean, if you if you don't know anything about Spider-Man or whatever, I mean, it would kind of make sense to the average viewer. It's in, a movie shortcut in, in my mind. It? Yeah, you know, like oh, he by a spider, so it would make sense that now he's got some spider abilities. Webs actually come out of spiders. You know, spiders aren't sitting in a corner building, <laughs> you know, a shooter for their webs. It actually comes out of them. So to the everyday average moviegoer, I think they didn't. They obviously didn't pick it apart. They were probably just like, well, it makes sense. It was a funny scene as well when Peter Parker's trying to figure out how he shoots webs and he's doing all the hand gestures and he even says shazam. Go, he says shazam doesn't he shazam he does he does he says shazam i've noticed that marvel does that a lot where oh. they uh they they do tend to uh reference dc stuff in in their movies and in their cartoons and and even some of the comics doctor they do that a lot doctor strange is referenced in spider-man 2 isn't he when they're trying to figure out the name of doc ock he goes that's a good name oh, it's already taken yes yes you're right you're right yeah and they did it they did that in um they did a reference. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw Eternals. Say that again. Eternals. Uh, the 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 Eternals. The I one that just came it. out. I avoided no. it. Okay. It's I, I actually I, I watched it recently. Um, and I did my last my episode. Or actually, I don't know when this when your guys' episode comes out, so it may not be the latest episode anymore. But one of my latest episodes, I I uh, for a portion of it, I talked about my review for the Eternals because I watched it. A lot of people shit on it, didn't like it, and I personally, just me. I, I loved it. I didn't, I didn't see it. It's like super actually pretty important for the past, present and future MCU. It ties a lot of things together. And, uh, and, it, and it kind of, I won't spoil anything, but it, it just, it sets, it sets a lot of things up in my personal opinion. Okay. Pretty good. But in, in Eternals, this isn't a spoiler because it was out in the trailers and everything. They reference Superman. So we know Superman huh. exists in the MCU in some shape, way or form. Who knows exactly how it is but they reference Superman. I just think that's funny. And then there's also bringing it back to Spider-Man though. There's also a um, 1981, I believe. I posted it on my, on my Instagram, on the Cyber Project Instagram, a 1981 Spider-Man and cartoon um, where they also reference Superman again. Spider-Man makes a joke or Peter Parker makes a joke and he's asking, um, I don't think it's Mary Jane. I believe it's some he's asking a girl on a date to go see a superman movie he's like there's this he's i'm paraphrasing here but he says something like uh there's a movie out let's let's go let's go watch this movie about a alien from another planet who's allergic to green rocks and she's like oh that sounds great <laughs> like they they're gonna go see the movie so marvel does that a lot where they they, they reference their petition and i don't think dc does that at all 
Do you think that's what's going to be happening next after phase four? You think they're going to be doing a mashup like they did with the comics? I think they might. I mean, I personally am not sure how I feel about it. Um, as of right now, I don't want it. There's so much going on in the MCU and there's so much to look forward to in my personal opinion like i'm really stoked for the x-men coming in fantastic four coming in again you guys saw no way home so i'm sure you saw a lot of awesome awesome stuff i'm excited for the multiverse of madness and what happens with that there's a lot going on and then if you go to the dc side of things i personally feel like dc's a mess and they kind of don't know what they're doing they just say that yeah. keep rebooting things yeah so i mean to to add marvel and dc coming together whether in any sort of form right now as far as on film goes i don't think it's a good idea if they were to do DC something needs animated, to get that shit together I think that's yeah i feel like they do but Joker. as far as what you said after phase four or whatever marvel has things lined up for the next 10 to 15 years so maybe after the next 10 to 15 years i could see something happening but i also don't see marvel playing ball right now no they i get have, that they have a blueprint of what they want i agree i mean i think joker was a potential good right step in the right good step in the right yeah. direction because yeah, i think maybe so standalone so. r-rated is what they should right. do right yeah i agree actually so um going back to spider-man sean and i were having a discussion about how we feel about spider-man 2002 and the amazing spider-man and it got us mm -hmm. thinking about the pacing of the first spider-man movie just how well paced it is yeah you know within yeah, the first less than 20 minutes you've already got the origin stories of both the hero and the villain right tremendous right yeah i remember while watching those uh in theaters or how you guys say in cinema right you guys say cinema yeah, out there? Yeah, we cinema, used to say right? pictures back in the day we say the pictures, oh, yeah, the pictures yeah. fucking hell that's died out now it's <laughs> like in the green mile like i ain't never seen me no flicker show before <laughs> yeah exactly yeah we saw out here it's it's theaters i always like the the differences in in, in culture and everything in languages if and, we were gonna go to the theaters but, that'd be like a fucking play yeah wouldn't it oh is that is, is that is that why you guys actually say it like that out there? It, that the that differentiates. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Actually, the yeah, the cinema. yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, out here it's just everything's just we say Broadway. You say Broadway and then say Broadway or plays yeah. for, for Broadway theater. Yeah, <laughs> Chicago. But, uh, I remember. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, we interviewed. No, nah, no worries, man. <laughs> I remember uh, watching the first the first Spider Man one with Tobey Maguire when it came out. I don't remember how old I was. I don't. What, what was it? Two thousand two yeah right i don't remember how old i was i'm not even gonna try to do the quick math so i'm horrible at math but uh i remember watching it in theaters i was definitely young i was probably like in middle school and uh it made it made me feel like spider-man i remember when i watched it, i watched it late actually like not in the day but like later in the time frame so i watched it with like my brothers i believe and we were like one of the only few in that theater at the time and i remember um the theater that we were at it had like railings um separating the uh the top part of the theater and then the bottom part of the theater where you sit closer to the to the screen and uh i remember standing as a kid i remember standing up on the railing and acting spider-man after the movie was over like it really made it resonated it made me feel like spider-man seeing him live action like that i totally feel that because mm -hmm. when i was about 14 15 and sean was saying as well we started doing parkour because parkour and it became the, oh, nice. the, the new thing yeah. and, and and you know we weren't very good at it to begin with, but watching, I remember Spider-Man 2 was a movie I kept going back to. This is when I first started coming online with the impact of cinema, because yeah. as a kid, you sort of see the superficialness of it all. And it's not until, or we'll get to it in a minute, but you know, Blade Runner was really the big one for us at 17. But 
I remember that even just before then the seeds and one of the early seeds for me was Spider-Man 2, the Uncle Ben scene in the car when he yeah, says, I, yeah. you know, I'm going to live my own dreams now. The scene with Aunt May about there is a hero in all of us. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was doing parkour, I found that to be very empowering. Yeah. In what I was doing. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah, I could totally see that. You know, it's uh, the idea of, you know, it's the, who is Spider-Man? Like, and who, the Peter Parker, yeah. the, the the identity of all that. And, you know, when you're a teenager, you kind of struggle with your own identity. You think, who am I? You know? Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. I'm in reason. I still don't know who the fuck I am. You know? Yeah. I was just about to say that. <laughs> I, was looking, I'm still, I knew who I was when I was a teenager. I'm still trying to figure things out. I'm still trying to figure things out, man. I don't know. <laughs> great speeches. Great. But, speeches. Um, no, amazing Spider-Man yeah. one. The first Amazing Spider-Man. I said this last night. It's controversial, but it's my favorite. It's my favorite Spider-Man film so far. I got to You know what? I've had this conversation so many times with people just in life, and then on my podcast too with different guests because I have a lot of uh, a lot of cosplayers on as well because my podcast tends to focus on cosplay as well. And so uh, you know they're all they're all cosplaying as different characters. So we saw Spider-Man a lot, and uh, I, I I gotta agree with you, man. As classic as the Toby ones are. I'm one of those people really, really, really love and enjoy um, the amazing Spider-Mans. I really like Andrew Garfield as Peter Parker uh, slash Spider-Man, but I did not enjoy the Electro. I just got to put that out there. Blue Electro. Yeah, Amazing Spider-Man 2 was was disappointing, but fucking that first Amazing Spider-Man is brilliant. If I was going to go back now and watch a Spider-Man film, I'd stick on that one. Sean and I had a very uh, kind of profound experience watching the first amazing spider-man i'd moved to the south coast of weymouth uh, the south coast of england i'm living in the south coast and him uh, sean and a good friend of ours uh, came down to visit and we got uh, the amazing spider-man had just come out so we go to the cinema and we watched this film and then we kind of walked to the beach and we were smoking a joint and we were just discussing our thoughts on the movie whilst comparing it to the toby Maguire and just describing how uh, refreshing it was to see such a different take on Spider-Man. And it was yeah. like one of those memories that you just kind of keep with you. You're like, wow. Cause it was an awesome week in general. We got up to all sorts of shit. Mm-hmm. And it was just such a, you know I mean? I'd love to, we, Sean and I talk about it a lot and it's like, you could even just write a story about three dudes watching yeah. that movie and then discussing it afterwards on the beach, getting high. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love those movies. The, 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 the web slinging in the amazing Spider-Man might just be i have to go back and watch them though again like now because i haven't seen them for a while but from what i remember and then like just looking things up on youtube and whatnot the web slinging and the way like i think it's the opening scene for the for the first one if i remember correctly where spider-man is just shooting down out of the sky i believe it's the opening scene it could be the second one I that's, that's the second one yeah, yeah. The second one? and he and he's straight down and you can see like the uh his it's his back and you see the ripples in the suit and everything and it's so detailed like that that style of uh it would be semi cgi uh, practical and cgi that and then like all the web slinging that they did in the amazing spider-man to me might just be some of the best web slinging in all of the spider-man movies i think they really got it down with the amazing spider-man i agree because in the first movie you, you witnessed him sort of in the infancy of his potential he was struggling and he had to have the crane operators help him out. But by the second yeah, film, yeah. he's matured and he is the web slinging is matured and it's so much better. Yeah. Yeah. I really, really dug that. I don't 
think uh, as much as I love personally Tom Holland as Spider-Man and I'm a giant MCU fan, I, I back them like like crazy even when they make mistakes. But um, I don't think that they've got the web slinging. Again, you guys have seen No Way Home. I haven't, so maybe they show things that are a lot better. But in my personal opinion so far, comparison to Toby and Andrew, the web slinging for Tom Holland, um, I still think that uh, Amazing Spider-Man is definitely better. I can't recall Toby 100% right now but i just don't think the mcu has got well, the web slinging down 100%. yeah so with um sam raimi they kind of introduced this new camera technique where literally the camera was hung to a to a rope and it could literally drop you know oh, nice multiple yeah. stories very very quickly and it come down and come up and then they would just sort of um i don't know the technical term but they would composite spider-man into that shot nice but the camera and the location was all mm -hmm. le legit was all practical Nice. And then by the time that. Mark Webb, Amazing Spider-Man comes along, I think they try to make it more uh, first person, more immersive. Yeah, they did a lot of first person stuff. Yeah, but it was all computer generated, whereas Sam Raimi yeah, used yeah. real. Interesting, interesting. And I didn't know that. Yeah, just little little bits of trivia yeah. and all that that pop into my head coming come to think. So I was going to say, um, <laughs> Tom Holland. I do enjoy Tom Holland Spider-Man, but the Spider-Man looks like GTA Four ragdoll. A lot of the time, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's Sometimes, just like yeah, I, flopping I about. Yeah, <laughs> I think the reason why is, <laughs> I think the reason why is because they're trying to show like just how young. Because like when you're younger and you fall over, True. you bounce more, don't you? You just kind of pick yourself up. Whereas yeah. like, the older you get, the more yeah. rigid and and more of a bang you land with. That's a good way to look at it. That's a good way. I agree yeah. with both of those things. Yeah, both of those statements. That's a good way to look at it. He is he is a very a very young Spider Man, and I I tend to forget that sometimes too. And then when I'm like conversing with other people and and, uh, and and talking about it, I that that's the things I always say is well, he's a he's a younger Spider Man, he's a younger Peter Parker, he's still mm -hmm. learning, he's still learning a lot. But I tend to forget that sometimes myself. And Marvel's very um, looking for they they execute everything, they try to execute every little thing, even the smallest of details. So you may be right about that, you know, when it comes to oh. fallen ragdoll type physics, the he swings yeah. like he's still very young. I want to ask you what what would uh, how did you feel when you watched Spider Man three in the cinema? Uh, that's the, the one the original yeah i missed yeah, spider-man um, one and two i watched three in the cinema and i was like fuck i missed the fucking second one. <laughs> i did not like that movie man i did not like that movie uh, i was really really excited venom is one of my all-time favorite marvel characters ever and he is my favorite spider-man uh in, in the man universe character in spider-man universe and uh man they just butchered venom they butchered Venom horribly. I think it was a horrible job. Uh, and then like the whole emo scene with Peter <laughs> and all that. Oh, like man. it was just like it was the epitome of cheesy and just but, like but no, that's that's comedy gold now. Nowadays you watch that. That's <laughs> fucking comedy yeah. genius. All, all the all the memes that it has rendered though, I got I gotta give them that. All the Billy, memes that it's Billy Maguire. <laughs> The funny thing is, as well, is that it's just the audacity that, that, that these studio executives thought that emo was going to be in forever. I know it was, like, it was a and that phase. it needed to be in a Spider-Man movie too. You know, yeah. like what did it what did it have to do with Spider-Man though, and what did it have to do with Peter Parker and like the storyline? It just felt forced out of place, and I just personally did. I didn't like it. I swear he was wearing eyeliner at one point as well. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. He had to. <laughs> and you know what else is funny as well is like you can tell because like in the first Spider-Man movie you can see that Tobey Maguire put some effort into getting into shape, and this was kind of before yeah. that was 
the the norm the thing yeah and you know that scene where he's bitten by the spider takes his shirt off he's pet he's pasty he's thin he's looking malnourished skinny kind of like what most teenagers look like and then the next day he wakes up and he's fucking ripped and then by spider-man 3 you can see this guy he's got a double chin he ain't got no muscles. <laughs> yeah. He didn't give a fuck. Yeah. He got paid he and he showed up. Yeah, he didn't care. I made a, a, a statement. I was watching a, one thing that came up on my YouTube one time, um, and it was Toby um, on Howard Stern. Uh, he was, it was, I think it was the beginning. I think it was before the second one. So only the first one was done. And Howard was talking to him about his, like his regimen and like getting in shape and, was saying just that, like you, you're, you're big, you're built. And he was just like, yeah, yeah. A lot of stuff. He was said that he was eating like six meals a day, working nonstop all day long and just getting bulky and ripped. And then I believe, don't quote me on this. Cause I don't have any, any, any references to go out of my memory, but I believe that later, just like what you said later throughout the shooting by the second movie, third movie, um, he mentioned that he absolutely, hated the diet, hated the regimen, hated the working out, the exercise. It's taking a toll on him. He didn't want to do it anymore. And he just, just kind of said, Fuck. well, here's a bit of trivia for you. All right. So he was just before Spider-Man two came out, he was in another movie called Sea Biscuit, and it's a great oh, movie. Yeah. I highly recommend yeah. it, but he injured himself pretty badly uh, on during the making of that movie. And it really fucked up his back. And there was speculation that he might have to pull out of Spider-Man two. And he was going to be replaced uh... by Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh yeah, I, I remember. But there was also rumors that. as well that he was actually negotiating his pay, his contract, trying to get more money. But in the end, uh, yeah, he showed up. And there's a little inside joke in Spider-Man Two when he tries to get his powers back, and then he falls through the mm-hmm. washing lines and whacks against the the car. And he goes, "Um," he goes because he starts off saying, "I'm back, I'm back," yeah. and then whack, and then he's like, "I'm oh, back, oh, my back." <laughs> and that was like a that little inside sense, joke. Then. That could probably be a a, a, um, a contribution to why. Yeah. He- and, didn't exercise as much and i think i remember this but you know back in the day i used to listen to a bit of director's commentary and they were saying that he was out of shape for the second film and his back was an issue oh, so. okay oh that man mate director's commentaries are uh i'm listening to them all the time now um that's my thing i'll watch the film and I'm like, oh, really? all right i'll re-watch that director's commentary yeah because it's just fascinating isn't it and sometimes yeah. you watch a comedy a and listen to it and it's just hilarious as fuck it's not even they don't yeah. even talk about the film they just talk yeah. about it. it's like a podcast with the actors <laughs> yeah it's basically. fucking great yeah so yesterday we were talking about um before because we didn't get a chance to record because of you know connection mm-hmm. issues but we started yeah. briefly touching up on the, the the games the video games so what was your first Spider-Man experience ones. yeah yeah what was your yeah. first experience with the spider-man games oh man my first experience i believe um my first experience with the spider-man games i think was in um it was in the 90s it was with uh maximum carnage a game for i don't i I think it was on nintendo too but i had it like a genesis um spider-man and venom maximum carnage it was like a uh side scrolling beat-em-up style um spider-man game where you could also play as venom for the first time and like i said earlier like that was my that's my favorite character so i was like really stoked for that uh, when i was a kid and it it also had this um, this game mechanic, much like Capcom versus Marvel. You guys ever play those uh, fighting games? The Long Capcom time ago, versus yeah. Marvel series, On the GameCube, yeah. yeah. Um, where you could summon another character in real quick, and they would like do a kick or something, and then they would leave, and you would continue fighting as your as the character you were. Um, they had that in this game, but the characters that would come in and help 
real quick would be other Marvel characters, like also could be outside of Spider-Man itself. And uh, this game was uh, Maximum Carnage. So it was based off of just the main villain. The Carnage symbiote helps Cletus Cassidy uh, get out of prison. It's actually extremely comic. It's like literally ripped exactly the story from the comics and they just put it into format. And that's why it also did really, really well with um, comic comic fans. Uh, they team up with Shriek, another symbiote, and they find uh, this. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember this. This is like going way back. I, I haven't seen this character since I was a kid, but there was a, a Spider-Man character called Doppelganger. And he was an actual like a clone of Spider-Man, an evil clone. And he actually had six arms. He had two legs, but he also had six arms. Does that ring a bell for you guys at all? I'm familiar with that one. It's ringing a bell from the cartoons. Yeah, it was in the cartoons, I believe, too. And the only reason I really remember it is from this game. But I also, my dad had gotten me toy. He got me a toy of it back in the day. And I remember, I have this memory as a kid of playing with the toy, but never knowing, like, what is this? Like, (laughs) I've never seen this before. I don't even know who this character is. I just have this weird, vague memory of it. But that character is also in that game. And I think that's really cool back on it now as an adult, as, as I'm an adult, because you don't see that character at all in like anything anymore. I don't see anybody ever talking about him or anything, but they team up all these villains team up and uh, that you got to battle Spider-Man and Venom and you're Spider-Man and Venom. And that game is absolutely awesome. I recommend it for everybody just to get some nostalgia. It's awesome. Mm. This that is a bit of a segue, quarter. right? But, the doppelganger, they remote. Do you know the Big Bang Theory? I know it's cheesy now, but like, mm-hmm. there's an episode in series one where Sheldon dresses up for Halloween as the Doppler effect. And he's just oh, going around. I've heard of it. I, I can't remember I've the shirt he's wearing, but he's just going, he's just, go, he's just going, meow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a scientific term for like the speed. I don't know what the Doppler effect is, but yeah. it's just fucking funny. Anyway, just yeah, that's what the what doppelganger either. reminds me of. Yeah, that villain. I, I wish the nineties, the nineties car- Spider-Man cartoons and the nineties Batman cartoons are fucking. Mm-hmm. They're awesome, man. Box Kids, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Yes. Some yes. of the best shit I've ever watched in my life. Like yes. that. that and yeah. the Jackie Chan cartoon. Do you know what's shit, funny? That was good. They uh, originally in the cartoon they had real guns. Well, not real guns, but it was meant to be like imitations of guns. But they had to change it to lasers to sort of kind of discourage uh, oh, guns really- in comics. Because I remember yeah, I Kingpin being a really big part of the cartoon. Like, mm-hmm. he yeah. was always yeah. Spider-Man's main protagonist. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah. Exactly. A lot of people think it's just Daredevil, but he was actually first introduced in spider Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I love Kingpin. What was your experience playing the PlayStation, the, the Neversoft? Oh, Is it Activision or Neversoft? Which one? The KS1 one? Activision yeah. The very first one, yeah. Neversoft, yeah. Neversoft, yeah, the, 100%. The first, the two, 2000s... Um, Spider-Man games, the first the first 2000 Spider-Man games. Yeah, it's when Activision took over, and I believe Neversoft was a part of Activision, so it's technically both of them, but Neversoft are the actual developers. It's, they it's a hell of a game. hell of a work ethic because simultaneously they were doing Spider-Man and they were doing Tony Hawk Pro Skater. I was just going to say that, yeah. They're responsible for the Tony Hawk games, which are classic, man. And that's why you get Spider-Man as an unlockable player in, in yeah. Tony too. yeah. I remember that, dude. Those games, those games were revolutionary. The Tony Hawk and the, but the Spider-Man one, uh, they're revolutionary, man. Like being able to finally see, um, more so. I mean, for what it was at the time. There's things that we can look back and pick apart now, but for what it was at the time, like finally being in a more so like open world set, 
Manhattan surrounded by actual buildings that were more re reminiscent of like New York. And they were actually tall buildings that you could scale, you could crawl up, you could swing and do all of those things. Like I, 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 it was, it was revolutionary for the time, the wide maps, all that stuff. It even had like cut scenes for the first time, voice acting. It was even narration by Stan Lee. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Stan Lee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, it was awesome. you could only swing twice. I remember that much. But if you played around with it enough, you could get a few more swings out of it. Yeah, and yeah. I, yeah, I remember the second game with Electro. Enter Electro, yes. I think it was called. And there, the second level was a street level. And I remember just being blown yeah. away by that. I'd never seen anything like it yeah. before. I was like, wow. Yeah, and I, then, rem I remember all those. I think it was around 2002. I'm, I'm going through... Um, I'm, I'm, I'm in town and I come across this market stall which sold... The, recent video games and consoles and they had the uh, um spider-man the movie adaptation on the gamecube yeah and they let me play it for a little bit and i was blown away i was like no way this is yes. next level and i finally got it for christmas and i had so much fun i remember the cutscenes yeah. of like i was like uncle brian look at these graphics he's like Whoa. yeah <laughs> the only thing is when you would swing and stuff you it wouldn't attach to the buildings it would just like attach yeah, clouds swing. are like the hands of the gods. Like the gods are just putting out hands for yeah. you to, to swing to. Like what's well, going on there, you know? <laughs> so the people who made that game, they said that they weren't satisfied with the swinging mechanics. So one of the guys built a right. prototype, but didn't. It was too late in development to introduce it into the first game, so he kept it and refined it for the second game. And then that's right. what you or get. Legend. And then I came across a, a video uh, on YouTube about a year ago where a guy reaches out to this programmer mm -hmm. to see what he thinks of the current ps4 spider-man game and he's playing it and he's like wow and he starts getting a little history about what it was like developing the swing mechanic for oh that's really spider-man cool. 2 wow i remember the uh in the 2000s you guys remember those uh you guys remember any of the wrestling games in the early oh, 2000s yeah. Here yeah, comes whether, the it be, whether it be no. wwe w i'll let WCW. sean do the talking on this one go go for it man <laughs> which which ones like the ps2 ones PS1 ones? I don't know. I, I go up to of, first rule 2007 and that's, I'm done after that. Did, did you have, did you have a, a Nintendo 64? Oh, yeah. At some point in my life, I did. You, yeah. I mean, they kind of, they were also on the PlayStation one, just like in the early two thousands, like the ways that they looked, they're kind of like yeah, short just, with like semi big heads and they were all kind they of like always, They always made sure the fucking upper body was buffer like than everything else. Yeah, yeah, they're always like that. And like the faces were kind of like scrunched up. <laughs> they're like, yeah. like Kim Kardashian when she cries, you know? <laughs> it was like this. Like that's... <laughs> I want you in a cage, man. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's how, that's how the, uh, the, first, the first 2000 Spider-Man game kind of looked. The cutscenes and everything. That's how those characters look. That's Almost how like old PS1 Max games look. Like, oh, just style as well. scrunched yeah. up. But Max Payne had like an that, actual yeah. a photographed face on it, which is mad. That guy, if you look he that did. guy yeah, up, he, he looks, it looks mental. You can't take that guy seriously. Yeah, yeah. It just looks like Max Payne. <laughs> they tried that in Goldeneye, the video game. They would yeah. get like all the people, the developers and all that, and just fucking post in photo. Yeah, you know, it's yeah, funny. Yeah. I was playing, I don't want to go off topic too much, but just real quickly, I was playing Tony Hawk's Underground uh, a couple of months ago on my, on my GameCube. I bought one about a year or two ago on eBay. And uh, it says that you can upload, um, you can, no, sorry, this is for the PlayStation 2 version. So I'm playing Tony Hawk's Underground and it says, oh, with the eye tour, you can take a photograph of your face and put it on there. Just go on www.blah, blah, blah. I'm like, there's no way that yeah. website still exists. Mm -hmm. <laughs> did you did you check? It? I didn't even check, but I just, in my head, oh. I fantasized about it. <laughs> no, why yeah. the hell would you just leave yourself hanging like that? Because I didn't have an eye tour. I wonder if this website exists. Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. I remember that though. I totally forgot that you could do things like that. Here's another oh, totally, So here's another one that just popped in my head, right? So obviously Nintendo is the ones that um were the publishers of um Goldeneye. And obviously yeah. they're they're always even then they're they're always constantly trying to gear towards that child friendly consumerism. Mm -hmm. And they said to one of the devs of Rare, Rareware, they said, "Shouldn't uh, we think that?" Uh, and this is from Japan. They're saying we think that um, at the end of each level, they should all shake hands with the people they killed. Yes, I've heard of this. <laughs> Didn't people laugh in that meeting? I, I swear, I heard people I, I say laughed. that they laughed in that meeting. I don't know if that's just hearsay. You know, people just making things up. As it, as it I would have laughed pretty fucking you know? hard if that got said <laughs> with Perfect Dark they were using the transfer pack or the Game Boy Color whatever it was you could trans take photographs from your Game Boy and put it on the mm -hmm. characters faces but they decided not to because of fucking uh, Columbine oh yeah yeah <laughs> oh, I, I, I took a picture of my face for like FIFA tw 12 or something I don't know it was like they introduced the game face I took a picture of my face like and like put it in the game and i had my character running around like hey, it was fucking hilarious man. totally took the realism oh, of the game, i miss man. those days i wonder if yeah, there's man. any games today that you can do that with. nba it does it easier it does now the, too nba the, games do it i don't play yeah, very many yeah. sports games these days speaking of um, defunct yeah. websites you know I, I found a dvd for uh, who wants to be a millionaire interactive game and, uh, and uh, it says, if you win this game, send it into your local supermarket and get twenty pounds. Like, oh wow! If they if I did that now, they tell me to go fuck myself. Fuck myself. Yeah, they would. Yeah, they look at you like you're crazy. Yeah, this, it's like nineties. Oh, it's like the early two thousands or something like that. Chris Tarrant, like, well, yeah, bad luck. Uh, can you just cheat? That's that? hilarious. I remember I had this. I'm I'm about I'm totally about to fucking incriminate myself here, but we had this horse racing game. Like, I had a DVD with it. And obviously, you get the family around and like you put the whole series and DVD on, put bets on, then oh, the winner. I just watched it one day and just fucking <laughs> wrote all the names down at one. Obviously, I, I lost a couple to make it look like I wasn't like cheating. Yeah. I just yeah, fucked yeah. the whole family. I was just like, yeah, fun. Oh, man. Sorry. Coming man. out the champion, man. No, that's cool. <laughs> so going back to Spider Man, I was saying yesterday, right? <laughs> that, um, I was uh, every month with, without fail. I would always get the Nintendo magazine. There was three Nintendo oh, magazines. Mate. There was the official. I, I'd, I'd make my mum go broke and get the Nintendo, the Xbox. I wouldn't get the PlayStation, yeah. but them too. And they, they were expensive. They weren't cheap. You know, I mean, five ninety nine. You know, this yeah, is like eight, eight dollars in your money. And yeah, yeah. you know, there was the official Nintendo magazine. And then about a week later, you had the yeah. NGC, uh, which was the unofficial, the unofficial. And then there was the GCN, which was the unofficial. unofficial. <laughs> yeah, fucking yeah. underground fucking. Well, because there were some games that you yeah. wanted to know more about. So it was like, I would get the next, a week later, I'll get the another one. And then a week later, I'll get the yeah. third one. And so uh, I think, so I remember this was 03 and I get the, uh, the magazine and I see the first pictures of the Spider-Man 2 video game. And it's, it's Spider-Man running alongside a taxi cab. And, you know, to this day, I try to explain to my nephew, who's only 12 years old. I was like, mm -hmm. up until then, you could never touch the floor in a Spider-Man game. Yeah, it was yeah, not yeah. open world. It, it didn't exist. And for me to see that picture, I had to wait nine, months. 10 months for that game to come out. And every month I'm just looking for more pictures. I'm, I'm going through all sorts of unofficial, you know, yeah. rags to find pictures. Because yeah. that's what I do. I just stare. I didn't have the internet. I just stare at pictures. And yeah. fantasize you know, we'd have the it. internet in like yeah. school and stuff. Yeah, we get blocked. 
because but we're in using... that we're in that like middle oh, really? m- middle ground of like yeah our, our, our the internet's school... coming through but it's still not quite there it's to the level of right. like information and shit when nowadays we were, right. when we were in school uh, yeah yeah this is like 0405 in school we had like uh the it department would, would oversee so you'd have to log into the intranet yeah. it was a bit like north yes. korea and if they, if, they, if they saw you going on too many non-relevant school things, they would block you, and you'd have to do the walk of shame. I was on the Cartoon <laughs> Network website one day playing the little mini games, and I think, oh, this is Cartoon Network, this is innocent. Oh, I, I got told that. off. I got made to look like a fool in front of everyone. So, was... you, so you had to do the walk of shame to the IT department, <laughs> and then you say, can you yeah. unblock me, please? Like, this is per- <laughs> And they'd be going through your host web browser, and they'd be like, this is totally inappropriate, totally inappropriate. Stop Spider-Man, doing it. Spider-Man, Spider-Man oh, that's crazy. Mary yeah. Jane naked. That's What's this? Crazy. <laughs> Mary you know, Jane, get your tits me, out, man. <laughs> that, that reminds me, like you talking about the, uh, <laughs> is it the magazines and everything. Getting all the magazines. That reminds me of like back in the days too, when you would get the actual games and, and the um in the boxes and everything, and they would come with like the game manuals, booklets, and everything. Like like kids these days have no idea, man. I would. Yeah, and, and then posters and everything. I, I would uh and sometimes you would even get extra game demo. You would get them yeah, with the yeah, magazines yeah. and you you would get them with the actual game sometimes too. You would get a, a separate CD or something, cartridge, whatever it may be, with a um with the game demo. But any, anyway, the uh, manuals, I would read those manuals in and out. Like I would read oh, yeah, I would yeah. like read everything. Like I'd read the controls, I'd read the the stories, and that's another thing is there would be in those manuals for those that may or may not know. This is like super throwback right here. There would be things um, in the story of those manuals that weren't in the game, that weren't in the games themselves. So you would like learn extra things about characters or side characters, backstories, yeah. and this and that that would only be in that manual, ever be in the game. And if you Remember didn't read that manual, you would just evolved, never man. have that knowledge. Yeah. There'd yeah, be all kinds of that, stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. information about Kutana, Master Chief, Captain Keys. Yeah. That wouldn't be in the fucking game. That's one reason. Uh, one game influenced me massively as a writer because I'm really big on show don't tell, and mm-hmm. the best ways to push exposition into a story without making it look like exposition. And one of the things that inspired me early on was the GameCube game Metroid Prime. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you would, you know, there was very little narrative, but the character had a scanner, so you could scan things to get little bits of information here and there from mm-hmm. logs and, and and this and the other. And I thought that's that. I, it was very oh shit nearly knocked my mic it was very enticing <laughs> it, it, it described something that had already happened you know the cause yeah. of death and it's quite creepy like wow wow you, you're learning how these people died you're already there before yeah. you know it's like that that had a massive impact that that law that was hidden and yeah I, I give credit to the programmers and the game designers and all that to really put the effort to do that because they didn't need to do that yeah yeah, little little Easter eggs, little things like that, little tidbits of information. Those things are awesome. Yeah. I always they tell them to play Mass Effect. Anymore. You ain't played Mass Effect yet. That's that's fucking great storytelling, great mm-hmm. lore. Yeah, and it, it just I love that. It kind of entices your imagination. You think it, right. you kind of build an idea and a scenario in your head. All you're reading is the text. Oh, cause of death was abdominal internal bleeding. You think, oh, right. what could have caused that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's the enemy as well, like especially in Halo as well. Like you see that the Covenant are laying there dead, yeah. or, or or you know that uh, the, when the flood first entered the game, mm-hmm. and you know you, you, why are they running away, and yeah. uh, why are they cowering behind it, and then the flood come into it, and you're like, wow, yeah. that's how you introduce 
yeah. uh, an antagonist like that. I don't know how yeah, familiar yeah, you are definitely. with uh, Halo, but the, the the flood was frightening. Yeah, no, I'm a, I'm a Halo fan. I, uh, I I was a giant giant Halo fan for Halo One, Halo Two. I think it was Halo Three. I don't remember the timeline, but when Gears of War came out. But when Gears of War yeah. came out, man, that 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 just caught so much of my attention that I kind of veered over to War and became like a giant Gears of War fan. And I stopped playing Halo as much. And it wasn't until later in life that I kind of went back and like learned more about Halo again because I had missed a whole bunch of games. And then I got the Master Chief Collection not, not too long ago, like when it came out, started replaying them a little bit more. But there's still stuff that I could definitely go back. There's a huge chunk of Halo that I'm missing, unfortunately. But I'm playing Halo Infinite right now like crazy. Yeah, Sean's playing as well. Like when he gets back, yeah, I'll mention it to him because yeah, he, he's super falling in love with it. Yeah, um, I haven't started campaign yet, though. I'm just playing multiplayer. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, I tell you, I um, I, I got the Xbox 360 on launch, and I remember uh, you know having that 20 gigabyte hard drive, and downloading yeah. demos and downloading E3 yes. trailers. I remember download. Mm. I remember watching the uh, the Halo 3 trailer. Mm. I downloaded it on my hard drive, and even to this day, I'll still watch it just for that nostalgia, to remember yes. how I felt. Yeah. I was like, oh my god. Yeah. Remember, I sent you a message. Oh. He sent me a message sent you a message on on the 360 dashboard download it it's like a, a, a weekly series on the 360 these two guys are just sit on a couch and answer answer questions from ah, I, don't no. I don't remember that yeah no i don't know oh well i was telling dan one of the guys who used to do it uh got back to me on twitter he wants to do the podcast and i don't know where i was going with this but yeah it's just one of those uh videos you download on the 360 every week so, and um are we talking about Halo? I don't know. Well, we'll I'm, just, I'm we, we just we mentioned it, yeah. We just talked about Halo Inf- Inf- Infinity, Inf- Infinite. Infinite. I haven't played Infinite, it yet, yeah. but it's like basically yeah. a sandbox version of Halo, isn't it? I don't know, but I'm bumming it at the minute. I'm open really world. fucking. It's open world Halo, isn't it? Yeah, Have yeah. You started the campaign, or are you just playing them? Yeah, I'm, I've nearly, I've nearly completed the campaign. I'm, I'm just enjoying. I'm just enjoying like. Because you can't get vehicles and, and stuff like that. I, I love the grappling look. And I'm just marking a destination and just fucking yes. grappling my way around the map. Yeah. Like, I love it. Yeah, the grappling hook is dope. Yeah. And the, and the gunplay is awesome. Like, pain, I really want to. The what? The gunplay is really good on it. Like Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's just satisfying when you're Master Chief just wiping out an entire like, little destination and take Because it's like, um, how to describe it, like... You played uh, the Lord of the Rings games, the Shadow yeah, Mordor, yeah, some, and that. Some of, Shadows, yeah, yeah. I played. I played yeah, the first one. I played. I think I beat the first one. I didn't beat the second one though. It's kind of like that. You go around capturing spots, like new areas, and then you get an area to unlock weapons and stuff, like a little base. Oh wow! Really? And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you can go around getting these calls to upgrade your equipment and shit. And then there's, then you can do the main story when you want. And just maybe you can capture oh, like man. three uh, UNC soldiers, stuff like that. It's pretty cool, man. And I've been, I've been playing it nonstop pretty much oh, the past gotta, week. I got to get into that. Yeah, I yeah. And the story's really story. good. It's, it's because I didn't, I didn't, I completed four. I enjoyed it. Five, I just, I was like, what is this shit? But that infinite story's <laughs> really good, really good. And. Yeah. It's gone back to its roots. It was supposed to bring out a Halo movie around 08, 09. They need to yeah, do that as soon as possible. Well, it didn't work. 
series it, now, though. It went into development hell and it ended up becoming uh, District 9. Oh, no way. I didn't know that. Yeah, so that was, they re- basically, it's quite very common in Hollywood. Uh, they reused the mm-hmm. assets, so they'd already put so much uh, plan in this, that, and the other. Neil Bloom. Bloom Camp or something? Yeah. yeah. So I can't remember. Yeah. I think Steven Spielberg was like going to be the producer or something. And he sort of took this Neil under his wing and he tried to get it was all it sort of fell apart in pre-production. So he ended up taking on another project, which was District Nine. Oh and wow. No, but I mean it I didn't, didn't turn that. out bad. You know, so, I like I like District Nine, yeah. Awesome. And you can see you can see the uh how the assets would be reused, can't you? Yeah, 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 100%. yeah I do. I see a lot of things, yeah. Remember that yeah, uh, you know, trailer come up for Message? So, oh, is there? Don't tell yeah, me it's going to be called District 10. 10. Is it? District 10, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, I don't know if that's what they're going to go with officially, but that's like, that's what they're being, that's what's being said. Yeah, no, I heard that. I heard it's District 10. And I was it's, like, it's, yeah, it's been confirmed that it's happening. It's just a matter of That's when. cool, yeah. Because it ends yeah. quite ambiguously, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. With him just People roaming have, around. Like, Right, yeah. People have been wanting a, a sequel to that movie for a long time and just nothing. I think why it works so well, because even though it was a sci-fi concept, which can be quite alienating to a mainstream audience, but because it was so, yeah. there was an allegory with the sort of apartheid treatment of black yeah. South Africans yeah. during the, during yeah. those decades. And people yeah. could put aside the sci-fi elements and just embrace it for what it was. Yeah. Here's a question yeah. for you both, actually. What's a film that doesn't need a sequel that should get a sequel? Joker. Oh man, Joker. That doesn't need one, right? It that's doesn't getting... need one. Yeah, that just ends ends I perfectly. Agree. Actually, I agree. That's I because they're making a sequel and it's being rumored that there might oh, it might no. be a trilogy. Don't say that. It doesn't work. Yeah. Yep. It's like it's another. Yeah, but you one want it? You fucking like... want it? Yeah, I want it, but it doesn't mean I should have it. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, know? I actually I don't think it needs one. I, I, I that's got to be pick as well actually i can't think of another one a really good one like that off the top of my head right now but joker's it's one, a hard yeah. one it's dread. Supposed, hard yeah. dread dread yeah <laughs> i agree i agree instantly we need a sequel for that movie please for the love of god <laughs> it's a fucking good film listen to the people yeah yeah, yeah no, listen to the fucking people for what's I mean, life we always and, and make a resident evil film that is exactly word for word verbatim like the original game we made a joke about this. I said they should do a perfect adaptation of Resident Evil, even with the tank controls. Just the first 10 minutes is someone trying to figure out how to walk in a straight line. <laughs> just Dude, someone turning around. Turning around to that the camera to see Jill's boobs jiggling. Yeah. <laughs> the, the IT guy at our school is uh... like, what is this? www.blackcatscleavage.com. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys see the recent Resident Evil? No, I didn't, I I didn't see it, but. Fuse, one of my man. friends saw it. He Arafuse. said it is absolutely horrible. It's absolutely horrible. Yeah, it's not even worth your time. I uh, we had um, uh, couple, I think maybe a month ago now we had the a guy from my hometown that raps and stuff, and he's a big Resident mm-hmm. Evil fan. And he was like, we we're talking about it, and I was like, I didn't want to deter him from going to watch it because he was going to the cinema that night. And I was like, mate, yeah, come on, like do the maths here. Like, you yeah. seen the trailer? Like, you know, I was just, yeah. I was just trying to. And he and and he messaged me as soon as he got home. He was like, "Yeah, it's it's crap." You never told me like, that. <laughs> yeah, no, she ended yeah, the screenshot. No, that's good. I believe horrible. you, dude. Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, absolutely horrible. All right. I was like, you know what? This is going way back to something we said earlier. We we're talking about how we we were the hybrid generation that sort of grew up into the modern era, but uh, the, the digital era. But, but we 
got to see superhero movies before the cinematic universes, but there were little hints of um, cinematic universes that we got a taste of, like mm-hmm. Alien versus Predator and Freddy versus Jason. And right. I, maybe not so much Alien versus Predator, but I've got a special place in my heart for Freddy versus Jason. Me too. Yeah, 100%. Me too, yeah. man. Yes. And I'm just like, I it works. I loved that movie, man. It, it works. And I'm glad it did well. Yeah. It yeah. does work. It I think does, it's like... I think it's... I, I don't understand why they haven't done more uh, horror movies, whether it be a, a shared universe, a connected universe, whatever you want to call it, a multiverse, however, whatever it is that you want to call it, whether it's connected or not, it's just how come they haven't done another Freddy versus Jason? Or, uh, they you know, need to. They this, left it open for horror... a sequel at the end, didn't they? Freddy yeah. Wings. Yeah, they did. Exactly. Uh, or anybody, really. I mean, it could be this horror villain versus this horror villain versus this one like i don't understand why they haven't done any mashups with horror villains or why they haven't done i think that's coming sort of shared universe with horror villains i, I think it's going to happen because not really supernatural fucking well, doctor strange is it like well, yeah. you, you saw the failure of the universal uh cinematic universe they tried yeah, it with the, the mummy. mummy they tried it with the mummy yeah. right. but watch that that movie i've seen it, really it. bad well, I, 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 I love i didn't watch it i love watching the imax if it trailer. hasn't got brendan fraser in it i ain't watching it well, the, the IMAX trailer of the uh, the Mummy 2017 was re- released, and it, the audio was all messed up. And it is—I won't even give it away. It is fucking hilarious. Is the really? fact that this played in a cinema, like I someone, never paid attention. yeah, just watch oh, the, the trailer. Just put in Mummy, mm-hmm. the Mummy 2017, uh, missing audio trailer. It oh, is okay. so yeah. funny. I've n- I've never paid but, attention. You know, Universal um, brought out the Invisible Man. So it was a much smaller budget. We're talking $9 million and, and it was a success. So I think they've found their foot in now. So you're going to start seeing the cinematic universe with these characters, Frankenstein, right? Invisible Man, The Mummy. Yeah, no, that was, that that was doesn't a good interest one. That was the me, one with, uh, it doesn't, it, do, it does, like, it depends. But isn't that more... Uh, so like the Monsterverse. Like the Monsterverse. That's still not technically mm. horror though. Like they're not going to include Jason, Freddy, Michael, Leatherface, et cetera, et cetera, true. in that, yeah, in the, that universe. The guy who's got the rights to Jason, that like Friday the Thirteenth, is a cunt, man. He like is he? he doesn't want to. He does not want to give his like the rights to Freddy or uh, no, sorry, Jason. You see, see the game. The game is brilliant, but like they can't do anything with it at the minute because the guy's like no, the certain, it's, it's it's the, mine. The recent one. <laughs> who's yeah. this guy? Recent, sorry, I don't know. I, I don't know the his name. Down. They're, in a, ba- they're in a battle. Is it really? Yeah, there you I go. believe this. It's kind of like it's, it's like dead, <laughs> dead by it's like dead by daylight, right? If you do you know that game, dead by yeah, daylight. Yeah. You heard of that? Where it's I like think that's why they the made dead by daylight because um, yeah. the guy from Friday Thirteenth has been such a douche. Yeah, and I, I, believe, I don't know I his name and I don't know the exact like story, but like, so I don't want to mm-hmm. fucking sit here and trash the guy if I don't know the exact story. But yeah, yeah, something yeah. like that. There's like some copyright issue with like Friday the Thirteenth rights and stuff. After the, uh, yeah, you know, I, they made the remake after 2009. After that, it's, it got muddled up somewhere it's along the been line. Development hell. Yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah. I said this before on, on several episodes of my podcast, and, and one of the, uh, it's not like recent, recent, but it's one of the more so recent ones where uh, I said earlier we did like a, um, or I don't even know if I said it, I'm not sure. I think we were talking about something else. We went off on a tangent, but I, I we did a, a horror, um, a horror movie bracket before, and then we also did a horror villain bracket the movie one was just like dope movies going against each other as a whole the movie and then another bracket that we had done um was the villain 
just the characters going up against the characters who would win. And mm-hmm. during that um, bracket, it sparked the whole conversation of what we're kind of right now. Like, why isn't there a shared universe where Leatherface exists in the same, it doesn't even have to be like the exact same like area or place. It could just the, the, the world as a whole, like, because Leatherface, for instance, is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's in Texas. And then uh, Michael Myers, that was originally in what had it had in, is it Illinois or Indiana? Or Michael Myers, like I don't know. Haddonfield, Texas, Michael Myers? is it not? Haddonfield. I it's Haddonfield. Had I don't know where Haddonfield is. I don't know where field is either. It's I. It's it's like Iowa, Idaho, Illinois. Some one of those eyes. I have no idea. I don't even know. I live here. I have I have no idea. Kansas. I don't know I don't anything know. about America. <laughs> Why is <laughs> Kansas knows? Kansas and Arkansas is Arkansas? No one knows. All right, who yeah, do you think? I don't know, man. <laughs> I have a I question for you. Right here, here's a match off for you. Mm-hmm. Alien versus Danny Glover. <laughs> Danny Glover takes it for sure. Yeah, yeah. every time, man. Every time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got, I got, I got a question for you guys. Since we're kind of on Alien, you mentioned Alien versus Predator uh, earlier too. I know we're going off on like several tangents, but um, what do you guys feel about um, Disney now has the rights to Predator, and a new Predator movie is coming out under the Disney umbrella? Well, I can answer your question, kind of. Um, when I was 17, being an aspiring writer, I wrote a mm-hmm. script for Predator 3 because Predators hadn't come out yet. Mm-hmm. And it all took place in the Afghan compound. Mm-hmm. And it was about the, the, the character. Was, it was a character-driven story about the soldier himself. And it's sort of going back and forth between flashbacks of how fucked up his life is and him up against this Predator in a compound. <laughs> because that, that I was, sound, It sounds more, it sounds dope than what I think is going to happen in a Disney Predator movie. But keep, keep going. My well, the thing was is that, um, well, this is a funny story, actually. But so I'm 17 at the time. I'm just full of ambition, but no realistic sort of mindset. And yeah. uh, I was, I was Predator 2 really kind of um, inspired me in a way that it had nothing to do with the original creators, but the team behind it was so passionate that they really tried to do their best with it. And I love Predator 2 so much. Yeah. I love how they expanded on the Predator lore without really doing a, a disservice. You know, added the extra visions, it added mm-hmm. the 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 sort of motivations of the Predator and its and its morals as a as a sportsman. It wouldn't go near pregnant women. It wouldn't go near children. It wouldn't go near unarmed individuals. It would only go after what it considered to be good sport. That's why it collected the trophies. And I also found it fascinating the fact that the film came out in 1990 and they sort of predicted that in 1997, the year it takes place, there was good uh, climate change was out of control. So everything got hotter and the predator was attracted to hot climates. So right. that's why I wrote that. I wrote it in that sort of Afghan setting in 2012, which was the future at the time. Cause I wrote this in 2009. Right. And I went on this like Quora website or something like that at that time, like Yahoo answers. And I just said, Hey guys, I've got the script for predator three. Like what should I do? And I got yeah. torn to pieces. <laughs> oh that sucks though man that's cool though I, so I, people, I, people I, on the I internet that what... time were fucking idiots like yeah. i know i was like <laughs> you used to get in youtube comment arguments like on your page and people could comment on your yeah. youtube page back in the day i used to have um mm-hmm. i was i had this beef with some ginger woman just, um, <laughs> i remember <laughs> and yeah. we'll just like post comments on each other's youtube page like fuck you bitch. i don't know 
I was I was young and dumb. But I don't know much about because yeah. I mean I, I like the, the fact that obviously not like the fact, but you know I don't think Fox was doing anything with uh, the current uh, incarnation of um, or iteration of Alien, even though Ridley Scott was back yeah. on board. He'd done the the, the most recent to alien films and he was meant to be doing a part three that would kind of answer more of the questions but then fox got a, a what's the word bought out acquired by yeah, disney acquired, acquired, yeah. Yeah. and i don't think fox was going to be doing anything with it because they didn't make enough money so i'm hoping disney does do something with alien but who knows they what are. it's got be. a it's got a release date for summer 2022 in the this reads set in the world of the Com- Comanche. Is that how you say it right? You guys yeah, know Comanche, Com- yeah. Comanche Nation. Yeah, making sure I'm saying it right. Comanche Nation. Uh, 300 years ago, the action thriller follows uh, Naru, the skilled warrior who fiercely fiercely protects her tribe against a highly evolved alien predator. No. Well, what I'll say is Disney doing series. It's a, or it's a reboot, reboot. By the way. Well, reboot. Yeah. They start things off well, and then they just—I think—they just stop giving a shit. Like they're like, "Oh, that did well. Yeah. People will come back anyway, so let's just fucking churn this shit out." Like the Star Wars yeah. films and like everything they're well, doing. A lot now. of people that I spoke to, a lot of people that I spoke to were worried because it's Disney attached to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, how can we? How can you make a Predator with the name Disney attached to it? Like, how how Predator is it going to really be? <laughs> and know? how purple is its hair going to be? <laughs> you know you only go like they change the morals of the of the of the predator instead of not going after pregnant people and children or it no longer goes out it only goes after uh right-wing conservatives <laughs> exactly That's shows up at trump right they should they should i'm gonna rewrite my predator <laughs> script i'm gonna rewrite it and go back on yahoo answers and reply to that guy like for 13 years later yeah. but, uh, you know i'm gonna <laughs> fuck you dude i got this new i have a published book I got this new script for Predator 3 and it takes place at a Trump rally. <laughs> and it all breaks out between the, the Trumps, yeah. the Trump supporters and the Democrats and all that. And, you know, it's to be carnage, you know what I mean? And, and the Predator goes through this whole identity politics. It kind of goes through this existential crisis and it thinks, who am I? What, you know, we, we the Predator, back on Predator Planet, they had the same shit going on over there. Yeah. Like, we don't want to make the same mistakes on Earth. I don't know. I'm just fucking around. I'm in problems. It said, it said <laughs> that uh, the 10 Cloverfield Lane director is going to be directing it. Yeah. That, was, that was all right. That was an all right film, that was. Will I have John Goodman play the Predator, you reckon? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, they can't. Like that, like that movie? Predator versus John Goodman. <laughs> John Goodman. <laughs> John Goodman's a great actor, but everything he turns touches turns to shit it's the box office dog shit yeah look at him in Kyle yeah, Yoko yeah, you know Clover Leon Big Lebowski everything you guys name. like 10 Cloverfield Lane no go ahead go ahead go ahead yeah 10 Cloverfield Lane did you like that one I yeah I enjoyed it I just I know that John it, Good- yeah. I just know that John Goodman's I, in I, it I enjoyed it for what it was I liked him playing more so uh it's a different like twist to the Cloverfield like story but I enjoyed yeah. it I so what it was, yeah. I liked it. I think it got shit on. I don't think very many people liked it, but I could that's be wrong pe- about that. I people, about that's when you know one. a film's good is when like the majority yeah. hate it. Yeah, that's that's. I think the, well, the, some the, sometimes the movies one... are just generally shit, right? But like normally, yeah. If the majority of an yeah, I mean, audience hates a film, yeah, pe- people think it, 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 it. Like a film that's slow and gets good character build up, that's just automatically dismissed because it's slow. Yeah, you know, and I really yeah, enjoy exactly. that because the character builds up and then it builds up to, you know, and then you give a shit what happens. Then you don't, you know what I mean? 
yeah. films that just jump yeah. straight into the action and don't have like you're like supposed to get get to know a character off like his middle name you know it's right. like it, right yeah that's why i write that's yeah. why when like me and dad i think we're the same like we write our stories based on the characters not the, the story you know yeah we're big fans right. like you know we like big concepts but the concept always and you know if you ever buy a copy of my book when it's out you'll see if yeah, you sell that get it, man. you know it is there is a lot of grandiose stuff in the background but it's never really the center of the story it's just happening in conversations it's happening in passing dialogue it, it really the focus is the character in this in this world in a sort of hopeless situation and that's always nice. what's fascinating me the the character itself yeah. always and that's just how i am you know that's awesome yeah no that's awesome i'm trying to think of good examples of real good character developments in a sort of where the situation is big around them i mean phone booth for example you know i, mean, I can like have you ever seen lost yeah oh i love lost we can't don't don't spoil it if it don't spoil it but that's a prime example of the character yeah. something big happening around them but the characters get them the attention you know like yes I, oh okay you are 100 correct yeah for anybody that brings it full circle right there we're going to be uh, watching Lost is a perfect example. You would probably really like lost. If well, here's what we're doing. We're going to be doing a first time reacts uh, in a couple of months with me watching lost. So, Oh, not it's so confused <laughs> for so long. <laughs> yeah, I'll be like, huh? It's a crazy show, man. It's crazy. Yeah. I know, I'm excited. I am excited. And I'm glad that it's taken me this long. There's so many things like, cause I'm well-versed on a lot of things, but there's so many other things that I've missed out on. And I'm, I'm looking forward to doing this first time reacts. Cause people are going to be yeah. like, really? You've never seen this. I'm like, swear to God. Yeah, and it, how long ago did Lost come out? Ten plus years ago, right? Two thousand and four, the first season. Wow, that's crazy. You know what's crazy as well about not even just Lost, but I'm more familiar with like Twenty Four, for example. Those things came out once a week, yeah, and it took six months to consume. So something as complicated as Lost, my and, uncle and Lost out. ended in two thousand and ten. Yeah, so well, my people. uncle, my uncle said yeah. he tapped out on Lost because he hasn't got a lot of people he, did. He only tapped out because he said if he missed one episode, it was it, he was fucked. Oh yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah. true. Now, now I mean, in, there's in a, there's the days a, of streaming and everything, it's much easier. There's a few episodes where they're standalone, like not kind of filler, but not really. But you can miss them episodes. But really, in the long scheme of things, you can't miss a single beat. My problem, keep, no, my blink. problem is I'm not a big fan <laughs> right. of the conventional 22 episode season. You know, I'm more in favor of the Netflix 10 episode season. Right, right, right. When did that, that, that really that really became a bigger thing for yeah. the streaming era, though. Shorter We've got seasons, to think as well, right? a season back in the day was six months, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Because that's 22 weeks and there's, you know, 52 yeah. weeks in a year. So that's nearly yeah, The Walking months. Dead take the piss now. Eh? Like they do 16, but they split it in half. It's like, why just yeah. do the whole thing? The yeah. fuck? Yeah, because I, I just got done watching... Uh, the uh, Seinfeld series for like the 20th time. I'm going to start watching that. I'm going to watch again, first time. So I might do another first time reacts as well to yeah, that one. It's very, it's, it's, yeah, it's I've never seen Seinfeld. It's own, it's own it world. Yeah. We'll I, don't it know what to, I don't know what to Seinfeld to. Oh, I guess that'd be, that would be a good, a good comparison then. Cause I'm really, I fucking creator. really enjoy that. So I'm guessing I yeah, like Seinfeld. Same creator, same writers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I watched, I rewatched Seinfeld just recently again for like, I don't even know how many times I've always watched it. And, uh, and I noticed it was like 22 episodes a season, 24 episodes a season. Like they're really long. Here's a question for you. Minutes, then. Though. That's different, isn't it? Like right. with the longest yeah, series, it's like 40 minutes. Short. Here's a question for yeah. you then. Yeah. Um, name a, C- a series back in the day that you absolutely loved that never, that only ran for one season. Ooh. Oh, 
Firefly. Oh, that's a good was that one. Two? Oh man, I know there's one. Firefly one season. Yeah, Firefly. I got one season and a film have, a couple of years later. I have one. What's it called? It's not. I don't know if it's so much really back in the day. It depends on what you define as back in the day. I don't remember when exactly it was. I believe it was thousands, but it could be even earlier. But there was this series based off. I believe it was a movie too, but I actually never saw the movie called Frequency. That rings a bell. Um, when I say back in the day, a, I mean pre Netflix is what I mean. Yeah. So I think it was still. I think it was yeah. pre Netflix. I could be wrong about this, but I know I didn't watch it on Netflix, so I don't know where I watched it. But it was a show, uh, and it's called Frequency, and uh, it was it was really cool, and it only got one season. It got canceled, and I mm-hmm. thought it was like I don't. I have no idea why it got canceled. I never really looked too into it, but. I thought it was a really good show and I don't know if like it was an audience reception thing, but I thought it was really good. Yeah. Yeah. One I can Firefly. think of. I, I, I need to watch, two, actually. I've got to watch it again because it's been so long, but it was called Total Recall 2070. Oh. And it was a sort of hybrid of Blade Runner and Total Recall. It was a Canadian, uh, Canadian series that came out in the late nineties and it oh, only ran nice. for one season because it didn't find its audience until later into the season. But by then the executives pulled the plug on it and it was so ambitious. Oh, wow. Did you speaking of Total Recall? Did you guys like the re, the remake? It's a funny story. I, uh, I so 2012 was an interesting year because I, I got myself one of these. What's called? We have a place called Cineworld. It's ba- basically your version of AMC. Is that what it's called? Yeah, AMC out here. Yeah, it's like it's like basically that in England. And um, I got myself an unlimited pass, so I paid like 15 pounds a month, and I could watch whatever I wanted to. And one of them right, happened yeah. to be, and I got it. Uh, and you get to watch things like three days before they available to the general public and total oh, recall cool. was one of them. And in terms of like, um, well building and, and, and set design, it was beautiful, but total recall original were all because Paul Verhonen at his finest and Paul Verhonen yeah. is just something else. I mean, you look at Robocop, yeah. total recall, starship troopers, mm-hmm. girls, maybe. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I, uh, there's a there's another show it's 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 not a uh there, there's a there's another show it's not um it, it didn't get canceled after one season but i've always wanted to talk about this but nobody knows what i'm talking about the average person out here doesn't know what i'm talking about because it's a uk show so this is like the perfect time being you guys are from the uk imagine we don't know a show called, i know right it's gonna suck if you don't uh misfits yes yes yeah it was all right. Oh man, um, I could wait, talk about that all day. What, it's like what's four the seasons though, right? E, five seasons. E4? E4? Five, channel five. Four. Yeah, five. Is it e, Channel 4, E4 or something channel like that? Four. Well, Channel One 4. One of the fours. <laughs> so, channel, so Channel 4 is, is the OG <laughs> channel and E4 was like... Uh, I think it aired like a, on Channel 4 and then it moved to E4. Yeah, I'm so sure. Channel, channel oh, okay. 4 is like the sort of uh, older demographic. E4 was yeah, the Yeah, because Lost, Lost aired on okay. Channel 4 then moved to Sky 1. When it got more popular. That's different though. Sky one's like a I, I know, I know. I'm just just I'm just fuck I'm sky, fuck sky, by the way. I just it was just Misfits another was... other thing to bring up lost again. I'm sorry. Yo, wait, do, you, do you want to talk about misfits? Because I'm happy to talk oh, about yeah, misfits. Yeah, let's go for it. I fucking like, love and I misfits. feel especially for Americans who don't know it. Like I, I don't right. know I don't know where it would be available here. I mean, I you know, I right. downloaded it. So. Here's my own here's my but, overview of it. All right. Americans so... would love that. Oh, because yeah, everything's yeah. so big on 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 superheroes and like abilities and things like that right now we're living in that kind of world right now for cinema and it's so british love it's so fucking british yes oh. and I, I love that i love that being an american i love it <laughs> here's my overview of misfits for you just to wrap up and then we'll do a deep dive on it season one excellent season two amazing season three good and then four and five i don't really care too much for 
because yeah, 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 yeah. It started. I, I, I love Robert Sheehan. He's he, he's a great actor in my opinion. I really love him. He was yeah. uh, Nathan. Was it Nathan? Was he, he Nathan, Nathan? Yeah. As soon as Nathan's show? not in it, that show was ruined. Yeah, it went down. I mean, Rudy, did a good job, kind of replacing it being that. Yeah, he's effect. funny, but there is one scene. Can I just say this real quickly? There's one scene that kills me every time, right? So it's mm-hmm. when Rudy, um, your, his power is is that he has his insecurities creates a second personality, but then it reveals that yes. he has a third personality that is basically anger and hatred that's in prison, yes. and he gets let out, and he gets given a curly whirly as one of his items <laughs> and yeah. curly whirly is like a pretty popular chocolate in this in this country and he goes yeah. up to the real rudy and he says take the curly whirly and like, don't want it. he goes take the fucking curly whirly and he spits as he says it and it kills me every time <laughs> yeah there's a clip for you sean <laughs> <laughs> i love that show they're always eating that ice cream on on that show i don't i don't even remember what it's called out here right now but it's called something different out there for you guys ben and jerry's hogging dogs uh, i don't know no, they're eating the, the ice cream. But you know what always oh, stuck with me? Man. One of the most inspiring things, because because again, this was during the peak of my park all days. This is when I was getting mm-hmm. quite good at it. Yeah. And um, they had a, a, a parkour stunt double for a Super Hoodie. Mm-hmm. And it really inspired me. It made me think, oh, I want to be a stunt double on that show. Never did. But, yeah. you know, it still inspired me. And my favorite arc was the future Simon and the name's not Kelly. Is it Kelly? Yes. Yes, nah, Kelly, Kelly's yeah. the chubby one, isn't it? Yeah, At Alicia. Oh, oh, um, Alicia, yes. Yeah, uh, their arc yes. is amazing. Yeah. And the fact yes. that she falls in love with the future version and then uh, you realize that he's done this so many times. It's like an endless loop. Yes, yes. And then Good eventually, writing. and she falls in love with the, and you can tell that they got Dark Knight inspired mm-hmm. with the, yeah. the Simon's lair underneath the, mm-hmm. the, yeah, yeah. the, estate yes. the, the ceiling yes. lights. And yeah, she falls in love with him. And because in the first season, you would never even imagine that Simon yeah. and Alicia would be a thing. But then you start yeah. to see it and it's, it's believable. Mm-hmm. It's believable. Yes. And oh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Uh, Nathan, favorite character. Rudy was one of my favorites later, but Nathan was still uh, still my, my top favorite. I just well, love that show. And I don't that understand. That first season is like some of the best TV ever. Well, if you ever want to know yes. what happened to Nathan, there's a little uh, 10 minute, 15 minute short of yeah, uh, Nathan. It. oh cool yeah nathan yeah. goes to vegas and gets caught cheating yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he gets yeah, what was his it. new power that he got given because what they've done I was after season remember. two they get given yeah, they new powers swap don't they? power and they could swap they yeah. the yeah. power swapper or whatever they so simon gets yeah, given the ability like to see a couple of minutes into the future and that's how he becomes yeah. so good at parkour you can see if he's yeah. gonna make it or not yeah yeah, yeah i remember that such show man I, I don't know why if maybe you guys know why did it why did it end do you guys well know, the thing with britain right uh, with um uh, tv shows in the uk especially pre-netflix um it doesn't something could be really popular and it would still take a year or two like i'll give you an example right uh, we our version of ernest was mr bean mm-hmm. right oh, you know okay. we'll yeah, talk yeah, about yeah, ernest yeah. afterwards because yeah. I, I love the ernest p yeah. Wall, was that his name yeah, so Mr. So, yeah. Bean was a really, really popular show, but it would only come out sporadically. And over five years, there was something only like 12 episodes. And it, popularity didn't mean jack shit. It's just you got it when you got it. And, That's crazy. And with I Misfits. Mr. Mr. Bean aired here too. I remember it airing, but it would well, air like late. The thing late with Misfits, night, it never technically got canceled. They kind of wrapped it up after season five. It kind of ran its oh, course. They just, they just wrapped it up. Yeah. Yeah. I but just, it, I just wanted more as a, as a fan, as a viewer. Yeah. I more. I know. <laughs> they were going to do a movie, but it didn't work out. And no they missed, way. They missed, their, they missed their window and then they just sort oh, of left it. Man. 
That would be awesome, dude. And, and the the rights to it have been sold to an American production company. So, uh, it's probably when made. Well, they tried it with the in between us and fucked it up. They tried it with Shameless and fucked it up. So, yep, yep. I don't, I don't know. If, I don't know if I want them to remake uh, Misfits American way because. I mean, for you guys, it's probably more normal being you live there. But for someone like myself, like part of the part of the awesomeness for it for me was that it was in a in a, in a sense, if for lack of better words, it was it was kind of foreign in mm-hmm. a sense. You know, it was like a lot of things that I didn't quite know that I was learning yeah. through through about the UK as well through that that series. And it was the so first like, it was the first sort of post Nolan superhero yes yes yeah 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 Uh, great i I can't believe they missed the boat for for a movie that would have been awesome yeah is your battery dying sean because we'll wrap it up soon all right Mm -hmm. we could go on all day but we're gonna have to wrap up now but (laughs) uh before we finish your favorite about 20 minutes i got 20 minutes okay well we've got time for this one this segment can go on for like 10 15 minutes but we always ask most of the time we ask the guests their favorite movie and or tv show and or porno no i'm joking about that <laughs> no one said their favorite uh, porno yet. I don't know even, why. even Dave Sheridan was like, mm. <laughs> no, not answering that his one. Wife not right, his wife or fiance is right next to him. I know, she's oh, probably man, like, yeah. don't fucking hang out. No, if you guys, if you guys, if you guys ever tune into uh, my my podcast more, it's pretty, it's pretty outlandish. And I hold back, man. Like people in my friends, my oh, real you life, you should. They, you know, I hold back for for certain reasons and for certain promotional reasons and. Uh, some yeah, things that I, that I got that I got in the works, but man, if I was uh if I was bigger, more reigns, oh my god, the things that I I would do, <laughs> things that I do in in, in I, my we had a comedian on right, and she said to us, just mm-hmm. do it now while well, your audience is small. Fuck it. Like, yeah, we only got three fifty subs, so true. anything true. goes. It do, it does work that way too, and then people are conditioned to it, like, oh, that that's that's what it's about. That's who he is. That's what he's always. You got to think, right? I know we we yeah. pump out content, and maybe we're not as big as we should be. Blah blah blah, but. Mm-hmm. It just takes one fucking two second yeah. clip to just boom. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, and it could be something we're not even trying to be funny. You know what I mean? Yeah. Stupid, yeah, exactly. shit. yeah. Like I got one on my TikTok right now that's going viral off of like something that I really didn't even expect. I had, I had yeah, no, that's what I mean. I was, it wasn't planned. It was just me being me, being dumb, being stupid. That's just, exactly it. And, and that's the one. You've <laughs> just got to be you. Yeah, uh, exactly. Don't put on an act. You just be you. Be honest to yourself. Yeah. Chat shit. Even if you fuck up, yeah. like it's still true to yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And people kind of like stuff like that. They like to see the raw content too. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know because of everything going on, and where you fuck up. Because of everything going on in the world, I think authenticity is becoming more appreciated, and it's coming yeah. back in a big way. Yeah, and I hope it comes back more. I don't like this world we live in where can't say anything in comedic ways everybody wants to get it's coming to an end somebody it sucks it's coming to an end i can promise you because yeah and i'll tell you why here's an example right so gina carano gets fired from uh yes star wars i was so disappointed but then i thought that was dumb but then did you know what happened next Mm -mm. ben shapiro uh who is the host of the daily wire he's a political uh, critic and all that but he's a lawyer as well and he's with Daily Wire, he's starting his own production company, TV, movies, and he oh, hired Gina. He's hired Gina Carano, so that is the beginning oh, nice, of the end dude. for the woke culture because it's like, well, we'll yes. make our own movies. Yeah, man. Wow, I didn't know that, dude. Genius idea, man. Mm. And Tim Cass is doing that it as well. Awesome, I didn't know that. Tim Pool's oh, wow. doing it as well, and you know, because I've said this before many, many times on the podcast, but we're we're now stepping into the era of prosumerism. A, pros- yeah. a prosumer is when a producer and a consumer become the same thing. And that's what we are. We're, we are prosumers. Yeah. We started out as yeah. consumers and we're going to become producers. True. Yep. 
essentially already are producers, but on a bigger scale, hopefully. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, there's things that I don't like about, about that aspect of like where uh, the audience controls uh, so much. I, I feel like we control too much. I feel like we companies, production company, I mean, anything businesses in general just have given um, it, it, it's advantage and a disadvantage. It's got its pros and its cons, but it's like, I don't, I feel like we've given too much control to the audience to where it's like, we can't just let things be like mm-hmm. sometimes just let them be, or if you don't like something, just move along. But it's like, people want to tear it apart now. But again, it's dying on its ass. And, yeah. you know, unfortunately we're going into a two tier society, but so be it. At least we can then keep consuming and producing what we like because there is an audience yeah. and, you know, yeah. Ben Shapiro, T- Tim Pool, they have made that first step Yeah, because yeah. the audience is there and they want it and they'll get it. Yeah. And yeah. Wow. That's really cool. I'm going to look more into that. I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, awesome. favorite porno no, show, movie. <laughs> favorite we all right so if there's anything that, that, that your audience doesn't doesn't know about me it's that uh i i am indecisive as all hell it's like a running joke on my podcast whenever i have guests on whenever juice comes uh comes back and we do anything where they ask me any questions top threes top tens i am so indecisive i have such a hard time um favorite movie well oh just something goodness, you strongly man. appreciate just something yeah you're, or you're holding I'd say myself a favorite movie would be something you've watched more than 50 times. I'll give you an example, right? This is not my favorite, favorite movie, but it's something I strongly Mm -hmm. admire and it's vice with Christian Bale. Now I I understand Republicans tore up to pieces saying it wasn't accurate. I don't care if it's accurate. I'm not watching it as a biopic. I'm watching it as a post. um, What's his name? The guy who did all the uh, Anchorman films and stepbrothers. What's his name? Not Judah Patel. Oh fuck. It's going to drive me nuts. Fight, fight, no. Wait, you carry know. on. You carry on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I was um, gonna say something, but I'm so fucking high, I can't remember. It's gonna, dri- it's gonna drive me nuts. As soon as <laughs> I see his name, right as soon as I see his name, I'm gonna be like, I fucking knew it. Right. He also did the Big Short. Oh, it's kind of sounds familiar. People, are probably, who, people who are watching this now are screaming. All, all, yeah, I know. all five of them are screaming right now. <laughs> I say five because you know. I mean, this is the end <laughs> yeah. of the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Smoking on Sean. Adam McKay. I don't know. Adam someone's McKay. on my door. Two seconds. So, so Adam McKay, right? He um he did uh, Step Brothers. He did Anchorman. But this right. is sort of like post comedy, um, uh, career. Right. And he did The Big Short, which was about the financial housing crisis, and the way that was executed was fucking brilliant. And same again with Vice. I'm not watching Vice as a biopic. I'm watching it as entertainment and it's yeah. fucking brilliant i'm watching a master actor give one of the best performances of his life i don't care yes. if it's not accurate because i you know afterwards me being the way i am i, I read the bush and cheney book yeah you know, you know i mean i know it's biased so i was like i'll take yeah, it with a pinch yeah. of salt but pain and gain i watched pain and gain this yeah. is based on a true story i know it's fucking really using that term loosely i'm not watching it yeah, as yeah, a, yeah, a yeah. representation of a, a horrific murders that took place in miami florida or whatever where yeah, exactly. I'm watching it because it's, it's a fucking good film. Yeah, yeah, they definitely exaggerated it. Yeah, entertainment and a lot, a lot more comedy. I think that was actually one of the problems is a lot of people were, people that were upset about it, and especially like uh, families, victims, and everything. They came out and they said, um, "You guys glorified these guys for entertainment yeah. purposes. You made them funny, comedic. People wanted to see more. You left people, audiences wanting more. They shouldn't want more. These guys that were brutally murdering people. It wasn't, it wasn't funny. But I mean." 
I hate to say it, it was a great movie. Yeah, that's it. I, you know what? I don't see it as a true story. It's a film. It's yeah. made up as far as oh, I'm concerned. Yeah. Yeah. Same with yeah. Vice, yeah. predominantly made up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it was. It was a great movie. That's also one of my, one of my things. Uh, uh, I'm kind of stalling a little bit, Sean, to come back to. Um, that's that, cool. That, that's one of my things with, uh, that's a running thing on, on my podcast all the time too, is uh, The Rock. I don't know how you guys feel or don't feel about The Rock. I feel like uh, besides some movies, especially when he kind of first started, uh, even though they were still kind of the rock and there was a lot of uh, wrestling references and action scenes, he still did like the rock bottom and stuff, but like, um, what's it called? Is it, is it walking tall? And then um, what's that other one? Like running, run something. Or I mean, there's, there's kind it? of, there's a distinctive line in that man's career that I've noticed. Cause mm-hmm. obviously the rock was, he started out with the scorpion King and then all yeah, the mummy yeah. returns. And then he did these yeah. sort of mediocre movies and then fast five came along and then you saw a new version of the rock where he was just yeah. humongous yeah. and he started getting bigger and bigger yes. roles and becoming more established. And I really got behind him. I really enjoyed him and mm-hmm. I followed him on Instagram for a bit. And I really liked his charisma. I liked his attitude. And right. then as time goes on, you start to get a little bit more, a few whispers here and there about how um, not necessarily vain, but how ego driven these people are Vin Diesel and the right. rock and all that. And then I started to right. just distance myself from it, but I really yeah. got behind him in that resurgence of his career. Yeah. Yeah, I did too. But then now I kind of feel like he just plays the rock. He just yeah. plays Dwayne yeah, Johnson yeah. in every movie. Like what? And I know people like my people that are coming and watching, if they stayed this long, they're gonna be like, Oh, here he goes talking about it again. Cause I talk about it a lot, but it's like, I feel like uh pain and gain is a prime example though, of the rock stepping of the rock formula is what I like to call it. And he played like, a, he, I think he did a great job in that role. And, and much, much like uh, some films in his earlier career and some sprinkled in here and there. There was another one called like Snitch where he did, I think a great job. And he's like not playing such a giant, like I'm the rock big dude that takes care of business. He, he's getting beat up in that movie. Like there's, it, it's a good movie. He's playing an actual role in a character and not kind of just being the rock. I feel like a lot of movies today, he's just the rock. Have you and seen like, Central um, Intelligence? Central Intelligence, yes. I've the seen first that half Kevin of that Hart. movie, he's different. And then, bam, yes. the second half, he's The Rock. <laughs> yeah, he's the, <laughs> it's like, yeah. why? Yeah. I have like a weird, uh, I, I don't want to call it a, a hate or anything. It's, I, don't, I don't hate The Rock, but I have like a weird like, like dislike for The Rock as an actor. It's, it's weird. But uh, but anyway, we went we went off on this whole tangent. But uh, did you say your favorite movie? Sorry, no, I, I did. It I did. Yeah, I was waiting for you. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's so for me. I won't run it on too long, like I said. Uh, but it's just it's so hard for me. Uh, it, it changes. Things always change. My top ten games list always change. Everything always changes for me. But I gotta go with a comedic route this time. Uh, I'm gonna cheat the system a little bit and say that it may not be my um, top movie of of all time, but it's maybe my top comedy ish movie of all time i'll, I'll go oh, that's the best that i can define it you guys that's that's as narrowing it down that i can get we, we ain't um, judging you we ain't judging <laughs> and uh as you guys may or may not know i'm a pretty big comedy guy I, I'm, I'm just goofy dumb silly on my podcast all the time and uh one of the things that i attribute that to is as a kid uh, i'm a big south park fan uh matt matt stone and trey parker i'm big fans of them and before they had south park they had this uh trauma film i don't know if you guys are familiar orgasmo. with trauma <laughs> they had orgasmo yes so i don't know if you guys are f- familiar with the company trauma they do like b-list movies like indie movies it's where the toxic okay. avenger came from and uh, they had a movie called cannibal the musical and it's exactly what it sounds like it kind of is a musical 
I mean, there's music in South Park too all the time. They're singing and doing dumb, dumb shit like that in South Park. And that's kind of what this is. It is a movie. It's lower budget before they were famous. So it's got old school VHS style to it. Um, and it's just really dumb based on a, it's based on a true story of, uh, I believe it's the Oklahoma Annabelle's family or something. They, I don't remember the entire story, but they went up into the Oklahoma uh, or Colorado or something. Um, I think it's Colorado mountain and they froze to death and one of the guys survived and it's rumored that he ate his entire family or, or ate the ate the crew members or something like that that were on the thing with him and so it's kind of a parody that it's really stupid dumb south park style comedy before south park was a thing there's even cartman's voice that's in it before cartman was a thing and it's like really over the top dumb cheesy stupid comedy and uh, i attribute that to a lot of my inspiration I'm not going to say that I'm a comedian or anything like that, but just my dumb stuff I do on my podcast. If you watch that, you'll see, you'll see the inspiration and, and stuff like that. So it's definitely my top, my top comedy movie. I can, I can narrow that down. Cool. Yeah, man. Right. Cause I, I'm the same. I am um, for a while. I always say my favorite film is Die Hard, right? Cause it's mm-hmm. just fucking, I don't know why it's my favorite film. I can mm-hmm. explain it, but then it's the 13th floor. And then I watched grandma's boy last night and oh, I was like, you know what? Floor. Grandma's Boy is my favorite film of all time. I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's just a cheesy comedy, but every yeah. line in that film is just, it's just laugh after laugh after laugh. It's like, oh yeah. man. And it's the ultimate stoner comedy as well. It does it well. True. Yeah. 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 True. Yeah. I mean, you're not watching yeah. it for the fucking plot. It's pretty bog standard plot, you know? It's like, I'm not in yeah. it for the plot. I'm in it for the hilarious fucking Yeah, you're just yeah. in there to have a good dialogue. time. Half your yeah. ass off, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like even every scene is just even the scene where he's cooking food and then he burns his hands. It's like simple, mm-hmm. but it's just Mother genius. Because <laughs> he clearly knows, yeah. like, and I don't think I've ever been that stoned. I'm trying to think now. I think Man, I've maybe I've, I've, burnt. I've I've had some moments where I thought I was gonna die. <laughs> yeah, well, so, I, I tell so you a story, right? Mind. Actually, do you ever get so high that you forgot what you forget? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You forget what you've got. That, that episode, I'm sorry if Craig Berker ever watches this, right? I'm sorry in advance. But um, <laughs> that last episode we did was Craig Berker, like 10 minutes from the end. Like I, I'd smoked qu- quite a lot of weed during during and before the episode. And um, just because I was nervous, I was like, this guy's one of yeah. my favorite actors of all time. You know, it's like, yeah. like we're speaking to Craig Berker. Anyway, 10 minutes before the end, like that, if, if you watch till that long, but I am like about to die. I'm sitting there like <laughs> I'm just nodding my head. I can't like, do it. I can't do it on camera, man. I can't I'm do dying. it when I'm con- when I'm talking to people or conducting. I think I'm just but- conditioned, man. Like it's just a ha- like natural. You know, like yeah. when you have something in your hands, like mm-hmm. yeah, 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 one yeah. of those things. I, do, I, 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 I smoke a lot, I, and I have I have anxiety, and I have like OCD, and I have battled depression and stuff before too. So and then now it gets into dark a dark territory but also smoking helps me you know relax and keep keep my yeah, yeah. bay. but um I, I used to smoke like all day every day now I've, I've toned it down to more like I smoke uh more so at night when i'm chilling playing games watching a movie doing whatever um but recently i've been thinking about doing an episode because i've never done an episode I, i'm, I'm a, two three episodes in by the time this probably comes out um and i've never done an episode high and i, I kind of want to do it and brand it as that and i think people will tune in even more like oh let's see to see the the dumb shit that he gets into while he's all right high. let's he's make a deal into dumb shit let's now. make a deal <laughs> we'll do a second podcast we will decide on a date a, f- a future date we'll all be high because we're, right, we're yeah. so close to having like a little mini studio set up so we're so close 
Nice. So, yeah. Let's do right. it. You guys, you guys can maybe even we'll do a 420 episode want to do it for that. You know, we'll do a 420 <laughs> yeah, exactly. episode. Right. Exactly. Exactly, man. April. Let's do it. <laughs> Well, you know what? I mean, you know, before Sean's battery completely dies, you know, when it comes to weed, like, you know, I get the paranoia as well because I don't smoke often myself. And what I do, I usually just do one pipe. I'm a, what you call a professional lightweight. I'm very good at keeping my tolerance (laughs) super low. So one pipe. Yeah, my tolerance is through the roof. Yeah. All right. I'm super low tolerance, but I work hard on it. Right. So I'll do like, I'll have three weeks away from it and then I'll get back on it and just do a pipe at a time. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, sometimes I get those thoughts, you know, I think about my book or I think about the podcast and I feel this sense of, it, I get very introspective and I start to get like this awareness, but it's not paranoia. What it is, is that all through our waking day, when we're sober, we sort of put them in the back of our mind. And then suddenly you right. get high and there's a different pattern that's occurring in, in neurologically. Exactly. And it's bringing a lot of these insecurities um, to the surface and you have to confront them. And I think it's a very cathartic experience when you have to really face those insecurities. Right. Cause like that doesn't just come from nowhere. That's that was already there. Right. Yeah, exactly. And it's important to confront exactly. that. And then yeah. if you can overcome that, it's some of the best highs you ever have. Yeah, exactly. Like I get really creative at night. I'm, I'm more of a night person. I get very creative at night. And then when I smoke, I get even more creative when I'm in that creative mindset. Like I said, I do smoke mm. a lot to just chill and relax. But when I'm in a creative, mm. I feel like it just it boosts my creativity. Yeah. The roof. I mean, yeah. and, and you know, when um, people say to you, like my granny's a prime example of it, because she'd be like, well, what does it do? Like, and I, like the best way I describe it to people is if, Whatever mood you're in, what like say if you want to lie down and you smoke a bit of weed, it'll, it'll ha- enhance that fucking lie down. You know, like yeah. if you want to play a yeah, game yeah. and you smoke a bit of weed, it'll enhan- enhance your experience with the it'll game. Enhance, you know, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. just an enhancement. You know, so unless if you're depressed, it'll enhance the depression. Like it's, it works both ways. You just got to know yeah. when to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah balance out. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a giant cannabis connoisseur. I actually used to own a couple series back in the day. Nice. Me and my, me and my well, father, we've been in the cannabis industry for years. You know, I um, we got him. Um, five or nine or ten. <laughs> <laughs> it's legal. It's legal here, so we're good. I'm joking. I'm joking. I, you know, um, it's more I, illegal here. I'm the one. I'm just fucking snitching on myself. <laughs> so, I never get high when I write, but I'll, you know, I'll. Uh, when I was in the process, you know, I'd be typing up a chapter or something like that, and then I'd get high, and then this whole other element would come to me, and then I'd jot those ideas down, and then I'd be sober again in the morning and go back to it because I can't do it when I'm high, but I'm I'm good high in with, with, when it comes to retrospective things. Mm-hmm. It's like you reanalyze it, and you think, oh no, I can say this bit of dialogue, I can say this bit of world building, yeah. whatever it might be, and it's like, yeah, yeah, that's Just awesome. Keep, keep yeah. the two minds separate, separate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever works for you, you know. All right, well, four twenty then. We're gonna do that. Yeah, doesn't even do have it. to be. Doesn't even have to be April, but you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'm Start the podcast at four twenty one day. You know, <laughs> yeah. we'll yeah, be exactly. like, we'll be like, that's not a smoke effect, by the way. That's just our smoke. <laughs> <laughs> this is not CGI. And like I said, you know, what I mean, it's all pre-recorded anyway. So if any yeah. outlandish shit happens, we can just edit it out. So don't yeah. worry about it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Except for this, this is all going in complete. We've got <laughs> it's perfect. I'm, so thanks a lot. It's been an absolute pleasure, mate. Oh, and yeah, um, man. we'll uh, keep you updated when this gets uploaded. It could be next week, could be a couple of weeks later. So yeah, yeah, for sure, man. For sure. I'll uh, I'll um I'll uh, I'll send you guys my audio and the video too. If you want it or not, I'll, I'll 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 send it, I'll fix it up just slightly and then I'll send it over to you guys. Probably take a couple of days though. Yeah, no rush. I yeah, appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure.